0: Welcome to Johnny and Friends, where we don't treat Jesus sentimentally. And I'm not kidding. I'm Johnny Erickson-Todd, and here at our ministry, we refuse to present a picture of Jesus that tugs at your sentiments or pulls at your heartstrings. That's because we at Johnny and Friends deal with so many people who suffer. And when you are hurting, I mean really hard hurting, you're not inspired by a syrupy picture of the Lord like those sugary, sentimental images you grew up with. Jesus with his hair parted down the middle, surrounded by cherub-like children and bluebirds. Everywhere that Jesus walks, strains of organ music sound. (laughs) Talk about sentiment, come on. I mean, admit it. When your heart is being wrung out like a sponge, when you feel like Morton's salt is being poured into your wounded soul, you you don't want a paper-thin Jesus who only relates to lambs and birds and children. To be honest, there are even lots of sentimental hymns about the Lord. For instance, I, I absolutely love that beautiful old hymn that was a favorite of my parents, uh, I Come to the Garden Alone. And I especially love that verse, He speaks, and the sound of his voice is so sweet, the birds hutch their singing. I mean, That's a beautiful sentiment, isn't it? And really, I know a thought like that can provide comfort, but it, it really, it's just a reinforcement of a romanticized image. We have gilded the real Jesus with so much dew on the roses that many people, especially people who suffer great hardship, these people have lost touch with him. So why is it that we prefer a sentimental picture? Well, think about it. A sugar-coated Christ requires nothing from us, neither conviction nor commitment. Why? Because it lacks truth, it lacks power. Well, we have to change that picture, and one way to do it is to think about the resurrection. Sure, romanticists try to color the resurrection with lilies and birds, but lay aside the emotions and think of the facts. Because there was once a man, stone-cold dead, a cadaver of gray, cold flesh, rose from his slab and walked out of his grave. (laughs) Fred, that's almost frightening. (laughs) And there's nothing sugar-coated about that picture. And the powerful thing is, it accurately describes what Jesus did. That reality has power. It's truth that grips you. Some people believe Jesus came to do nice, sweet things to help bad people become better, but not so. Our Lord and Savior came to turn those who are dead into those who are alive. And there's nothing sentimental about it. Just consider Acts chapter 2, verse 24. It says, God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. Got that? Look, death would have no respect for a toast mild-mannered savior. No way. Like it says, it was impossible for death to keep its grip on him. And so, the Lord of Life conquered death by embracing it. That's amazing. That's huge. So, please erase images of syrupy sweetness. And replace them with a picture of a powerful God who overcame the harshest foe, death itself. And if Jesus can conquer death, he can conquer your fear today, your every worry and anxiety. And just to prove it, I want to share my testimony on a short little video I posted today on my radio page. Just visit johnnyandfriends.org and learn how, when I got hit hard with suffering, learn how I grabbed hold of a great Savior who gave me more than enough power to trust him with my needs. So please visit me today on my radio page and join the community. Join the conversation. And while you're there, don't forget to order your free copy of my booklet, Pain and Providence. See you today at johnnyandfriends.org.